Hello and welcome to this special Sunday morning edition of Words from the Word of God. Easter Sunday, resurrection morning, our Savior has risen. He has risen from the grave. He has overcome all the powers of sin and Satan. He lives and he lives forevermore. He is the eternal Son of God from eternity past to eternity future. Eternity forevermore. And may we praise and glorify him and exalt him today as our risen Savior, as he has defeated death, hell, and the grave for us. Jesus said in John chapter 10, John chapter 10, verse 10, he says, The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly speaking of none other than eternal life that comes through him he also says in john chapter 10 verse 17 and 18 therefore doth my father love me because i lay down my life that i might take it again no man taketh from me but i lay it down of myself and i have the power to lay it down and i have the power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. I have the power to lay it down. I have the power to take it again. What a promise from our Savior. Jesus had told his disciples over and over and over again that he must uh, suffer at the hands of the priests, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees, and the the elders of Israel, that he must uh, suffer many things from them. Uh, speaking of his cross, that he must die on the cross. But he also spoke many times as he gave that, uh, that teaching to his disciples. He gave them reassurance. And this is the reassurance that we know has come true where all of our hope rests in today that our Savior lives. Uh, you know, there's an old song, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. And, and we know that to be true if every true born-again believer so knows that to be true. Jesus says in Matthew 16, 21, from that, the word of God tells here from, and in speaking of Jesus, from that time forth, Jesus began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go to, unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and raised again the third day. Raised again the third day. Matthew chapter 20, verse 18 and 19. I want to look at that for a second here. The word of God tells us, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be betrayed unto the chief priests and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death. Now this is Jesus speaking now. He says, And shall deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him. And the third day he shall rise again. Jesus, over and over and over in the Gospels, promises this wonderful, wonderful truth. And as I say, we know it to be true today because not only do we have it in the Word of God, in the truth of the Word of God, but we see the many eyewitnesses that had seen Jesus after his resurrection. 
eyewitness testimony is a powerful, it is so powerful because most people believe that the human mind is able to record and store every detail of the event we, the events which we experience. Many believe that these permanently recorded memories, thoughts, and impressions can be retrieved even from uh, the uh, realm of forgot the forgotten and the subconscious. An eyewitness testimony in the court of law, speaking of a criminal court, is considered to be some of the strongest and most dependable evidence. It is so strong and so dependable that it can uh, lead a jury to either convict a person or exonerate that person who is indicted. I know this from being in law enforcement. Eyewitness testimony is is held to very strongly in the criminal justice system. We put so much trust in the eyewitnesses of our friends and our family as they tell us various stories. Uh, some sometimes we raise an eyebrow what they're telling us, but most of the time, if we know them to tell the truth, we believe what they have to say. Well, let me tell you something. Christ rose again the third day. I want to read from the Gospel of Matthew, the account of, from the Gospel of Matthew, of his account of the resurrection of Christ. Matthew 28, verse 1. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, and the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away, rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, <clears throat> the keepers did shake and become as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not, ye, for I know I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here. Listen, he is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. Come see the place where the Lord lay. Not only do we have the testimony of the angels, but certainly the guards that were there that saw the stone rolled away. Not only do we have their testimony, but we have the testimony of the stone, the stone that was rolled away. That stone was not rolled away that he might get out. The stone was rolled away that the eyewitnesses of his resurrection might get in and see the miraculous resurrection had happened as he told them over and over and over again that it would. That testimony of that stone says great things. Listen to what the language speaks here. He said there was a great earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. The word of God does not say that Christ, once the stone was rolled away, he exited the tomb. No, he was already gone. He says right here in verse 5, his countenance was like lightning. Speaking of the angel, his raiment white as snow. 
And for fear of him, the keepers shake and became as dead men. Listen what he says to the women. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not, fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Listen to his last words here in verse 6. Come see the place where the Lord lay. The stone was rolled away to testify to those that came to the tomb that day that they could enter in and see that our Lord, our Savior, the crucified Lord and Savior, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world, which three days before had given his life, and, and might I say his disciples at that point were scattered because their hope was lost. But if our Savior had not risen, if that stone had been rolled away and his body was still there, what hope would we have? What hope would we have? We would have nothing. He said, I have come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly, eternal life. We do not serve a dead Savior. The Apostle Paul, as we talk about the eyewitnesses continuing on, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which ye also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by the which, excuse me, by the which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture and was buried and that he rose again the third day according to scriptures and that he was seen listen he was seen of cephas cephas and then of the 12 and he was seen of about listen how many eyewitnesses he was seen of about 500 brethren at once of whom the greater part remain unto this present day, present, but some have fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of the apostles, and last of all, he was seen of me also, as if one born out of due time. He was seen, he was seen, he was seen. Lord, praise God on high, our Savior lives. He has risen from the dead. He has broken every bond, every shackle upon our lives as true born-again believers and sinner friend. If you are rejecting him today and you're rejecting so great a salvation, you need to understand that the temporal things in this world can give you no hope. They will give you uh, a good feeling for a time, but then the batteries wear down, they break, they, and you can just throw most of it away. But most of all, one day all this will be turned to ash. All this that you hold to so greatly, all this that you hold to so tightly will be burned up. And the only thing that will matter is if you place your faith in Jesus Christ, the risen Savior. The Apostle Paul says, in Romans chapter 9, I want to turn over there right quick 
and it won't take me long here. Romans chapter 9, or excuse me, Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, the word of God says, that if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart, listen, that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Sinner friend, if you're rejecting him and you're not placing your faith in him today, you have no hope. But I promise you, if you repent of your sins and you ask the Lord to forgive you your sins and you say to the Lord Jesus, I want you, I invite you into my heart and I ask you to be my Lord and Savior and I have faith in your finished redemptive work on the cross and I have faith in your blood that was shed there for me and I do believe that you are the risen Son of God. You will be saved. You will be saved because the word of God tells us here, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We have had over 500 and something witnesses have given, been given a report from them this morning that our Savior has risen. Jesus said there, and I'll read it again in John, John chapter 10. He says, Excuse me for a second. John chapter 10. Let me turn over there for a second here. John chapter 10. I lost my place in my Bible. Hold on a minute. John chapter 10. I want to read this because I want you to hear it. Jesus said in verse 10, The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. That they might have it more abundantly. Christ lay down his life and he had the power to take it up again. God raised him from the dead, as Paul said there in 1 Corinthians 15. And this, my friends, is where our hope lies. Because you know something? Because Christ is risen, that means he is true and faithful to what he has said. And if we find hope, if our hope is based in him that he is alive and we believe that promise from him that he had the power to lay his life down and he had the power to take it up again. If we have faith and can place all of our hope in that, we can certainly place all of our hope in his resurrection and all the other promises that we have from him. And God Almighty, our Father who is in heaven, Thank you for joining me today. Let's commemorate. Let's celebrate. Let's glorify God our Father and exalt Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior today. Our risen Savior. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Thank you for joining me today. Happy Easter and God bless.